0: Welcome to the Empower Hour, where we believe that even the most encouraged person can still use a little bit of encouragement in their day-to-day. Life is this exciting yet hard thing that we are all navigating together. My heart is that we can sit together and have conversations about real-life content, things we are all experiencing and going through. I want to bring hope in the hard topics, bring encouragement in your brave moments, and most importantly, we can have some fun. This is the Empower Hour. Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Empower Hour. We are continuing on with our Braving Every Season mini series, and today is just me. <laughs> I've been honored to have my mom join me for the last two episodes, and I hope you found them encouraging. Talking about attachment, talking about primary and secondary emotions—you know, two things that were so insightful for me to figure out and discover more on in just my journey in personal reflection and relationships, but to see how important they have both become in my relationships with other people has been amazing. And so I've loved learning about them. But today I am going to be talking about expectations and a lot of people you know, are very familiar with expectations. We are always saying like, oh, this is what I expect of us as a family when we're going into Target today, or this is what I expect of myself as I'm getting ready to prepare for the new year or things like that. And we all have expectations. And what those really are are desires and hopes or what we want to happen. But what I wanna focus on today is more so unmet expectations, what happens when... Our expectations aren't met, or unspoken expectations. Because to me, when we have expectations, although they are good and they're helpful in just setting a base and a foundation for anything that we're walking through in the world, expectations for ourselves, for other people, they oftentimes can be the foundation for disappointment and for resentment or bitterness. And I find that happens more when we have those unspoken expectations when we aren't communicating them and. And expectations can be a little bit like little secrets (laughs) that we have that we might not realize that we feel really strongly in them. But then when we don't share them and they're broken, we can turn into a person that we don't necessarily want to see in the mirror. (laughs) And I think it's just important to find awareness of our expectations and more so figure out too, how do I how do I move forward in my relationships with these expectations? What are things that I can do maybe more self-reflection or more verbally to help me in this area? I don't know about you, but I am somebody that I tend to have a lot of expectations. And that goes back to my control freak tendencies. I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely have those. And When I started seeing them really be an issue, is when it came to other people because I could have an expectation of how I think I should be graded on an assignment in college. And okay, maybe disappointed when I didn't get that grade, or maybe disappointed when I didn't get that job. But when it really became an issue was with other people. And so I feel like it's really important that we first do self reflection and figuring out who we are as a person when our expectations aren't met. And because you can ask yourself, what are my expectations? And that's usually easy to come up with. But something when I was working in adoption and foster care that I would ask all of my families during the home study process is, who are you when your expectations aren't met? Because there are some people that are really graceful and very gracious towards others. And man, I applaud you (laughs) and are very forgiving and understanding. and, And they're like, it's okay." But then there's people like me that might become really bitter or really struggling with holding on to that grudge of, I wanted this from you and you didn't follow through and now I'm upset about it. But then not really doing the work to kind of find the healing and moving forward. And eventually I get there, but it might take me a little bit of time. And that's just a very honest piece of who I am and I'm working on it. It isn't pretty sometimes, but I am working on it. So for one, you have to acknowledge what your expectations are and then two, go deeper and reflect on the person that you are when those expectations aren't met. And the reason I think that this is so important is because when we can start to acknowledge that this is the person that I am when my expectations aren't met, then we can actually find freedom in that. And when we put words to how we are actually feeling and they're not just this tension that is boiling up inside of us, there is freedom in that. There's freedom in vulnerability. That's why I talk about vulnerability so much is because I believe that there's all of that freedom. And the issue is when, okay, so yes, McKelsey, I've done the work. I know my expectations. I acknowledge the person that I am when my expectations are not met. And now I want to check in though about your unspoken expectations of what happens f- for when you don't verbalize them. Who are you hurting? Are you hurting yourself? Are you hurting your relationship? And as we've been Going through this journey and talking about mothers and daughters, this is a huge aspect in it because we have expectations for our daughters. We have expectations for our mothers. And of course, I could lay out a whole different podcast on expectations in marriage (laughs) and in romantic relationships and friendships, but... In that mother-daughter relationship, I'm sure you can think of times in your life when you had this expectation for your mom and daughter, and it wasn't met, and how that hurt you, and how you were frustrated, and maybe still to this day you're thinking of a scenario in your mind, and like I, I thinking, oh, I still have bitterness to it. So really, just think about that. Sit and think about two two things. How did you feel? after what happened when this expectation wasn't met? And, you know, what emotions and behavior behaviors came from that? And then secondly, think about in that scenario, had you actually verbalized that expectation to your mother or daughter? So again, think about when was a time that you were really frustrated that an expectation wasn't met? And then secondly, think, Did you actually verbalize that? Because with unspoken expectations, if they are just left unspoken, then that's again when you're going to have that frustration and bitterness and resentment creep in. But something I just learned, and it might seem like a duh, you know, McElty moment, but people can't read our minds. People can't always know what we're thinking, what we're feeling, and what we need. And we can't expect them to assume correctly or to guess correctly. And for me, when I finally acknowledged that, it was this eye-opening awareness of, if I don't verbalize it, it's actually probably not going to happen. If I don't verbalize what my expectations are for Mother's Day, how is my husband supposed to know? If I don't verbalize what I expect when my mother watches my son and she does something different, I can't. I can't, I can't blame her for that. I can't get mad at that because I didn't verbalize it. And again, it might seem something that is so simple and so easy and like, well, obviously McKelty. but truly think back on those times of how many times has there been tension in a relationship because you have not just spoken what you wanted and maybe you reconciled that. Maybe you were able to fix it and you had the awareness to bring it up and there were apologies. But maybe, again, you're holding on to that frustration and bitterness. And I just feel like if we're able to have the self-awareness to see where we have the expectations in our lives, then we are truly, again, able to find the freedom of saying it out loud and can eliminate a lot of tension and conflict in our lives, When we're verbalizing, when we're talking through it, that is just creating honesty and even more vulnerability. And it's not always easy. It's especially in mother-daughter relationships where you've heard me talk about this over and over again. There can be a lot of tension already. There can be a lot of hurt. And so, having that moment of, okay, I have to be vulnerable with them again and share what I'm expecting from this certain situation or the certain scenario might be really intimidating. But I just encourage you to find that courage to bring that forward and to talk through it. Because not only is there The expectation that you have for someone, but there could be pressure on your end from an expectation you feel someone else is putting on you. So if you're feeling someone, is putting an expectation onto you, you could develop some tension and some bitterness and struggle with that expectation of I I'm never going to be what you expect of me. I'm never going to be good enough for your expectations. You know, you see a lot of that in those Hallmark movies. <laughs> you see a lot of that in any, you know, Hollywood drama is the big fight scene of, you know, I'm never going to be what you want me to be and what you expect me to be. And so there can be that expectation tension in both ways, but... I just have a good example of of this and me and my mom's relationship that I wanted to talk about. And um, if you read the book, you, you've you heard me talk about it already. But my mom and I, we decided to go to London. And it was my senior year of college. We were so excited. And at this time, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do after college. And I had contemplated maybe going to graduate school for um, social work or psychology, something like that, because I got my bachelor's in social work. and I really loved and kind of fantasized this idea of what if I went to London for grad school? You know, I love London. I love England so much. And my mom was so excited about this. She was like, yes, I'm going to look at grad schools. I'm going to set up tours while we're there. It's going to be so much fun. And I was totally on board. I was really excited about it. Of course, a little bit intimidated, but I was excited. And we get to London. We do a tour and immediately after that tour, I was like, you know, I don't think I want to go to London for grad school anymore. I just knew in my heart that that was not <laughs> what I wanted to do And I instantly felt so afraid and so intimidated because I'm like, I don't want to tell my mom. She now has this, what I created in my mind, which wasn't true, but I didn't know that. I'd created in my mind that there was this expectation for me to now go to grad school in London because she was so excited about it, because she had done all this work to set it up for me, all these tours and to visit. And I was so intimidated and scared. And to tell her because I didn't want her to be disappointed in me. I didn't want her to be mad that I wasn't doing what she wanted for my life. And so I sat on it for a few days. And eventually, I mean, I can picture this moment so clearly, even though it was so long ago. We're sitting in a coffee shop and I just found the courage. I said, Mom, I just don't think I want to go to grad school in London. And of course, you know, I'm like sweating. I'm so nervous (laughs) to tell her this knots in my stomach. And she just said, okay, do you want me to cancel the rest of the tours then? And I just was like, yeah, yeah, sure. That sounds great. And she's like, okay, sounds good. And completely blew my mind because in my head, I had just made up this whole scenario of her being disappointed and mad at me. And I had no idea that she'd be fine with it. And my mind just went to, what if I had just lived in that fear and lived in that tension for years and thought that's what she wanted of me, thought that was what the expectation she had for me. And I went to grad school in London. I'm kind of a people pleaser, so I would do it. (laughs) And I went to grad school, and then I was resentful and bitter and mad, like, I only went here because you wanted me to, you know, and instead, I was able to have this honest and vulnerable conversation and just be honest and share what my desires were and what my feelings were, and it went so well, and I just, I tell that story just to encourage those of you who might be sitting there and feeling that. You have all of these expectations that are put onto you, that you feel that you have put onto you, whether they truly are there because sometimes, you know, they verbalize expectations of what they have for us, or they could be made up in our heads and you have this and it's causing tension in your relationship. It's causing there to be resentment and bitterness. And my challenge to you and encouragement to you is what if you just sat down together and you just verbalized, hey. This is what I have been feeling is placed on me and it's causing me in a negative way to feel this way about you or to be afraid to talk to you or just nervous to bring it up. And I don't want that in our relationship. So I just wanted to verbalize this is how I'm feeling. And you're not necessarily in that moment, from what I just said in that example, putting blame on them in any way. You're not saying, you you do this, you do that, and you put this on me. Because of course, someone's going to feel defensive after that. But just stating, this is how I feel. And they might say, well, I had no idea. And that's not at all what I think should happen, or that is not at all an expectation. And then wow, think of the freedom that you now have and feeling that and the weight lifted off of you. Or they might say, you know, this is an expectation I have, or this is a hope that I have. But from there, you hopefully can have a fruitful conversation and be able to come to a place where you're not feeling so much tension and you can come to an understanding together. So that is just you know, one of the examples that we talked about in my book and just really wanting to share that to hopefully bring you encouragement and again, a challenge of, yes, we have expectations for other people that can cause tension, but we can be on the other side of it too, where we feel like there's all these expectations on us that's causing tension. So I just want you to... Find encouragement in that. And you know, this is a mini series, it's short and sweet, so I don't want to ramble too long about it. But um, hopefully, that was an encouragement to you and just thinking through those two points of. What are my expectations for people and how can I be better at verbalizing them and having more self-awareness and who I am and my expectations when they're not met? And then the other side of what can you do to be finding freedom under the expectations of other people? So... Yes, I really, you know, just love sitting here and chatting with you all about this stuff and all of these concepts that we've shared in our book braving every season. And I encourage you if you haven't bought it already, or if you haven't maybe bought it for a friend or for your mom or for your daughter, now is the time to do it. And we encourage you to buy those. I know that it seems like Christmas is so far away, but it is right around the corner. So it could be a great Christmas gift. And I've really just appreciated so much the comments from people on how it has been a huge help to them and how they appreciate that we walk through every season that my mom and I have been through together and acknowledge the change that's happened in our relationships, acknowledge that there are expectations we've had for each other that aren't met, and how do we repair and reconcile those expectations and those tensions? So I would love for you to get the book. You can get it on Amazon, Braving Every Season. It's super easy to find. It is in paperback and in Kindle. So lots of options to read, but thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.